Can we now breathe a sigh of relief now that Virginia has beaten Clemson at home? I'm not sure. You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, your first place to come to get your daily Wahoo fix as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So, yes, UVA did pull off the win against Clemson tonight. This will serve as the post game show. Uh, the date is 12 2023. Yes, the last day of February, the last of the month. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm sorry to see February go. It's my birthday month, but we got to move on. We got to get to March Madness. And this is the first step in jumping into March Madness. UVA winning 57 to 64, pulling it out, you know, a gritty win against a Clemson team that has a lot of talent, you know, and, you know, you could see how they were leading the ACC in the beginning of the year. It was no fluke. This team has a lot of talent on it. Now, whether or not, you know, it, it showed that they could not hold the position of leader in the ACC. But also, I think the ACC, even though people are saying that the ACC is down and you're not necessarily having the Blue Bloods step up or the Blue Bloods really dominating the league, there are some good teams that you may not think are good, meaning Boston College. Um, you know what? Boston College beat Wake Forest tonight. Okay? <laughs> you know, Clemson played the, you know, played the Wahoos tough. You know, NC State and Duke, you know, those two teams, you know, are, are, you know, played each other tough. Miami, they lost, but they're a tough team to play. It's almost like like the different styles of different teams are the reason why you're losing. No one is just dominant. But I'll tell you this, I bet you none of those teams want to play any of these ACC teams because I, I just think that it's more parity than anything, which is why you're getting kind of almost like a round robin. Can't forget about Pitt as well. You know, you know, it's like a round robin, you know, you know, teams losing to teams they shouldn't lose and vice versa. It's just, you know, kind of hard to, to, to you know, to, to put a finger on why a team that's supposedly supposed to be leading the league is actually, you know, actually loses to, you know, a team that uh, was struggling earlier. And speaking of struggling, all right, this wasn't a easy task by no means. Let me explain to you what I mean. If you watch this game, then you know what I'm talking about. In the beginning of this game, and I got the number, UVA did not score until 15 12 
you know, over four minutes uh, of not scoring. Four minutes and 20-plus seconds of not scoring, man. You know, or 417, whatever it is. Over four minutes of not scoring in the beginning. And then the X Factor, my man Ryan Dunn, comes in like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, whatever man you want to call him, come flying in like he does with the alley-oop layup uh, and one. He totally changes. It's, this is game number seven, six or seven. He's done this. He's come in with the highlight. You you can wind back, you know, through all these shows. You got video evidence where I talk about Ryan Dunn coming in with a defensive play, an athletic play to totally change the energy. He does it again. The spark, the X factor, Ryan Dunn. The young man is special. He's also my player of the game. You know, Ryan Dunn wound up with 10 points, five rebounds, one assist, uh, excuse me, one steal, one block, um, and two assists, I believe. No, he didn't have two assists. Ryan Dunn had no assists. But that's the man. That, that guy right there gives UVA the athleticism Number one to guard, uh, you know, to, to to guard multiple big men, you know, athletic big men uh, on the block and on the perimeter. You know, he he can guard anywhere on the court, but Tony uses him a lot of times guarding big men down uh, on the block. The kid is a star. He's absolutely stellar. Let me tell you who else is a star. The other true freshman. Isaac McNeely, all right? Isaac McNeely comes in off the bench as well, scores 12 points, you know, uh, was one for two for three, three for three from the line, and, and plays some hard defense. I have to give this guy credit. Benny Vanderplas is struggling. Benny Vanderplas, who has had a good run, as a starter uh, for the Wahoos, we got to do something a little different, guys. I know Tony. I was I didn't think Tony would start him, but he does. He's gonna just start him and ride it until you know Bennett's you know graduated. Not a good look. Uh, Bennett uh, got beat quite a bit on the block, and I know Clemson has some incredible like an, an incredible big man, PJ Hall. 19 points, uh, super athletic big man, very good fundamentally as well. So I'm not going to hold that portion against him, but Benny Vanderplus is struggling. You know, he struggles down low nowadays. And it seems, his plus minus, I really wonder what the plus minus was for Benny Vanderplus. Now, he did get his minutes cut. You know, like I was asking, Ryan Dunn had 18 minutes. Bennett Vanderplas had 21. So there was definitely a uh, a break 
you know, from from him. You know, I would like to know what the you know what the plus minus was uh, for Bennett Vanderplas. I may have to get my guy uh, uh, Chris Graham on some of that. You know, he gets some of those advanced metrics. Um, you know, on the teams, but I bet you his plus minus was was bad. Uh, and Ryan Dunn's was great. So you're, you're you're asking me, is the or I'm asking you, is the nightmare over? Well, I think we've been woken up out of our nightmare, out of our bad dream. But before we talk about that bad dream that we've woken up from. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories that you then you gotta try built bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know our goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I got the thing for you. You gotta try built bar. With Built Bar, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably good flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And that's even better. What's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built your bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter churro. You can thank me later. Thanks again for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. Make sure you check out our new podcast locked on college basketball everything you need to know about college basketball in one place plus here are big name experts insiders coaches and players locked on college basketball available on youtube wherever you get your podcast but yeah back to this game you know it, it started bad you know they were in a slump you know and i wanted to know when i could wake up from it okay so I was able to wake up from it at 15-12, okay, with Ryan Dunn swooping in with an incredible play, incredible dunk, excuse me, incredible alley-oop, and then, you know, he, he completes the and one to get the points on the board. Keep in mind, the Wahoos went 0 for 8 to start the game. When Ryan Dunn made that shot, of course, they were one for nine. And it seems like it seemed like it kind of broke the ice 
and the team started to do much better on the offensive end. The defense was there. The defense played really well. I got to give them credit. The defense did a heck of a job staying uh, in front of, you know, the guards for Clemson. The big men for Clemson did really well. I got to give them some uh, some props on that. They, they look really good. They did a great job of keeping, you know, of, uh, of keeping the Wahoos on their back. The big men did and scoring some and scoring in different ways. But the guards, Kihei Clark did a great job, did a great job defensively on their point guard. Amon Franklin did a very good job as well on the wing guard and their other uh, guard and their other small forward guard. Although he did break out, that was uh, Tyson. You know, he did get it going later in the game. But um, Reese Bigman, I think he had like four steals, you know, in the game. Um, let me see if I can get that for you real quick. I got the uh, the stat caster. Yeah, Reese Bigman had four steals. He has seven points. Typical Reese, a Reese game. Seven points, eight assists, four steals. So Reese played better. Uh, he was three for seven from the field. He was one for three, for or excuse me, one for two from three. Uh, Jaden Gardner did a you know had had a pretty decent game himself. You know, he had twelve points. His leading scorer. He still missed quite a few shots. I think that he should have made. But Jaden uh, Gardner, twelve points, fifteen to thirteen from the field. Nine rebounds. That was a big playing against a lot of big men that are that were bigger than him. So he still pulled down ten boards. So Jaden Gardner still uh, putting the Wahoo offense on his back and still showing out. Uh, Amon Franklin uh, had a pretty good game. Uh, he had twelve points. He was five of eleven from the field, two for six from three. He had uh, four rebounds, and uh, he did really good himself. And just when he did get some shots that he made them, he was almost 50%. Now, Kihei Clark, Kihei didn't make, uh, Kihei did not make a, a, uh, a three-pointer. And he did not make a regular field goal. So he didn't make any, uh, he didn't score any from the field. He did shoot some free throws. He was five of six, especially at the end there, to close out the game. Very important. He made three at the end of the game there to close out Clemson, who was still trying to get out there. But I got to give Kihei this. He had six assists. He did a good job of keeping the rhythm of the offense going. Uh, that that's what the general that's what the generals do. You know, they kind of figure out what players need to 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 keep the engine running to keep the team going you know you could see Kihei he always has a pulse his finger on the pulse of the team and always tries to give the team what they need Kihei just couldn't score from the field but he did have six really good assists and he had two really one steal at the end of the game that uh could have probably turned it around from them. It looked like it was going to, you know, it, it was his fault that he threw the ball, you know, off to the side and it, it got stolen, but then he stole it right back. Um, and maybe they don't, they won't count that as a steal. It was just a loose ball. 
But it was a big play. And Kihei did a, a great job of that, um, of bringing it out. Now, man, I got to think about and talk about that I'm worried about is Bennett Vanderplas. We love Bennett Vanderplas, but is it time? I think it is time. You know, and Tony Bennett did cut his minutes. He started him, but he did take his minutes down. Bennett had 21 minutes. Ryan Dunn had 18. I think we should flop that, flip-flop that, you know, so that we can see or, or have an idea of what's a better, uh, you know, what's a better, in my opinion, you know, a, a, a better, more athletic big man. Now, he's not going to be um, – He's not going to be your offensive outside shooter that Bennett is. Although Bennett has shot so bad, Ryan Dunn, you know, maybe give him a shot. He did make a three-pointer under desperation, you know, for this game. So, you know, maybe just, you know, give Ryan Dunn 20-plus minutes and take Bennett down to 18 minutes. Just a thought. And then I saw Pop Cafaro uh, come in, get some time. You know, he, he four rebounds or four fouls, what did he have? He came in, yeah, he got four fouls right away. Uh, three elbows, uh, a knee, a knee lift, uh, 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 um, <laughs> a uh, uh, rear naked choke, and a uh, three rebounds. <laughs> Thank you, Poppy, for coming in and giving the Wahoos some attitude and some spirit on the defensive end. And on and on, on in the rebounding as well, great job. And also hitting two free throws when they needed them. Bennett Vanderplas is just struggling. Back to Bennett. Bennett Vanderplas was 0 for 4 at the end of the game, shooting free throws. Tony had to pull him. His confidence is shot right now, you know, uh, shooting free throws. And I don't know what it is. You know, he was a good free throw shooter beginning of the year, but. He's uh, he's struggling, and you know maybe like I said, coach just needs to shift around the minutes uh, based off of you know how they're playing. But right now, Ryan Dunn, superstar, been a superstar, always changes the fortunes of the team when he's out there with a highlight dunk, a defensive stop, or something. But he's the man, and we need to continue to use him you know, the best way that he's supposed to be used. And Coach Bennett used him really well tonight. But 57 to 64, uh, the game should not have been that close. And I mean that. The game should not have been that close. I can see, you know, sometimes, you know, you get, sometimes you kind of get yourself, you know, in a funk and you want to kind of get out of it, you know, any way that you can. But the Wahoos, Need to make our free throws, guys. We need to make our open shots. Uh, if this team was, was maybe a, a little bit better on the offensive end, you know, we probably would have lost this game as well. You know, we didn't score for almost five minutes in the first half. The bad, you know, the, the good thing about it is, you know, UVA's defense kept them in the game. They just didn't get their offense going. But we are definitely fortunate to to have them uh, not have their offense on par and our defense kicking in. But this Saturday, 
We got Louisville. Right now, Virginia Tech and Louisville are playing. i am uh, got an eyeball on that. I will be in the JPJ. This will be the uh, senior day. We will have the, the, the uh, seniors, uh, you know, with the parents on the court. And it'll be pretty cool to see every, you know, all the seniors give, you know, giving their final farewells. But they play Louisville, and it, Louisville's another one. Do not sleep on Louisville, even though they've only won two games in the ACC, four games overall. They have talent, you know, and they showed – they gave us everything that we could handle, you know, uh, you know when we were in uh, Kentucky playing them. But right now they're uh, giving Virginia Tech everything they can handle. There's something going on. You know, these teams are getting better that are at the bottom. Um, and they're, they're get, giving all of us hell, but right now, Virginia, we need Virginia to, uh, get hot because we got a tournament next week. We're going to have, we have the ACC, uh, you know, tournament in Greensboro. And this is not the time to, to, to come up lane. This is the time to get out there. And, you know, be playing your best basketball of the season. Because right after that, it's March Madness. And do or die. The good thing about this win that we got tonight, we're still in the running to get a share of the ACC uh, regular season, even though we had it in our hands. Makes me upset thinking about it. We had it in our hands and also... We, uh, you know, we controlled our own destiny, you know, and we dropped the ball on that. But we still can get a share. We close out and depends on what Pitt does as well uh, against Notre Dame. But we secured a double buy. That was something that we needed. Getting the double buy, you know, means that our team can rest and get a team, hopefully, that's been playing since Tuesday. We won't have to play until Thursday. So they're gonna they're gonna probably play on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then have to play us on Thursday. So that's the good part, great part about getting that double buy. Let's see where we go. Hopefully that cracked the ice. This team is starting to thaw out. Um it's interesting that Coach Bennett seems like he gave the two rookies, the two true freshmen, more time on the court, and it made a huge difference. I think that's the reason why they won the game. Isaac McNeely scoring, Ryan Dunn scoring. I think that's the reason why they won the game. And my player of the game is Ryan Dunn because of what he did on the defensive end and then what he did on the offensive end. You know, he he had a great game. It was three for three from the field, one for one from uh, three, uh, three for four from free throw land, five of seven, um, excuse me, sorry, he had five rebounds, a block and a steal. I love it, man. I absolutely love it, you know, the way that, you know, the way that he plays. And then, you know, of course, having 10 points going double digits, that's what we want, man. That's what we want, you know. So Coach Bennett may have to use these young boys. Use them while you got them. Also, they're not rookies anymore. There's that old adage, 
they're not rookies anymore when you're talking about tournament time and it's 27 games, 28, whatever it is, 28 games into the year. That's true. They're not rookies anymore. They're bona fide college basketball players. And I can't wait to see what their future is moving forward. In other news, the baseball team beats VMI three to nothing. Close game. VMI, though, is one of the it always has a good baseball program uh, in the state. Actually, the state of Virginia, they have some good baseball here, man. A lot of teams um, in the state, a lot of colleges have some really good baseball programs. Uh, so that's uh, awesome to hear. So, you know, we'll keep a check on the uh, on the baseball team as well. My guy Casey Pazaya uh, was at the game as well. So, uh, but they won at VMI three to nothing. And my guy, I think they said Jay Wolfolk maybe closed it out. Maybe. I got to do a little research on that. That's what I was kind of getting some news about that. But, yes, man, Wahoos win, basketball team. 64-57, and I'll see you guys this weekend. And I'll, and I'll see you tomorrow as well. I still have to do some shows until I get there. But thank you guys. Appreciate everything. Wahoo wah. Hopefully, the ice has cracked and we're starting to thaw out. Love you guys. I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>